Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Till Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell, shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf and Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. I'm going to have the rest of my life with these kids. Wow. Get, we got to get that in a drop uh, immediately. Let's edit that one out. That didn't come out quite There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. That's the wonderful Birds with Friends. No editing. <laughs> it is 10.42 p.m. on a Thursday evening from MetLife Stadium. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman here. With your post-game podcast following the Eagles' preseason finale against the New York Jets, in which they lost or won by some score or they another. Lost, they lost 6 nothing. They did? They did. How do you know? We were there watching. Well, yeah, but who was really paying attention to the game? Or the, we both were. You the, were actually very observant. Yeah, Don't. not the game, the score. I was, it, was noticing things on the field, but, you know, who, who cares? Well, that's, you a, said, that's as, a different question. As you said, when's the last time the Eagles played a 6 nothing game? I got it right away. Yes, you did. 2017. Week 17. Week 17. Your question of who cares is a, is a different question. Well, there are lots of people who care. No, no, I'm saying the, the score, uh, the not score, what happened. Yeah, yeah the, I, score. the score is... The only people who care about the score were if you were betting this game. Uh, Do you remember any of the three previous scores of the preseason games from this year? Last week was... I can't uh, even remember who they played last week. They played Baltimore, Baltimore last week. Baltimore, that's right. Jacksonville the week before that. They, well, Tennessee they certainly the lost to Baltimore. They, beat, they finished 1-3. They beat Jack. I said I wanted 1-3 <laughs> if I'm an Eagles fan. Yes, so they finished, right? Because yeah, they lost to Tennessee. I think that's good, yeah. Yep. And they beat Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, the game tonight played with the specter of roster cutdowns coming tomorrow and Saturday. And we will get to that. We will unpack that. And uh, we'll have more on that on The Athletic coming up tomorrow. Uh, but as for this game itself, first of all, not a lot of players playing tonight who will even be on the Week 1 roster. You could argue that it's uh, no more than a handful. Was there anyone who did not play that surprised you? Um, not really. Uh, well, Rudy Ford, I was surprised, didn't play, but it turned out that he was injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the only one that surprised me. Did you expect to see Andre Dillard tonight? I did not really expect to see Andre Dillard. I asked Doug Peterson why Andre Dillard didn't play. Okay. Interesting answer. Doug said, well, he said they've, they've seen a lot of him this preseason, and they said he's a guy who can be a, a game-day backup this season. Right. And I, I only... took that to mean week one, perhaps. Right. The only thing that I would have wanted to see from Andre Diller tonight was, would have been like one series at right tackle just to see, just to get him some game reps there. That's interesting. Uh, but, I should have asked Doug that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, why, why risk it with him? Um, you know, Stefan Wisniewski didn't play. But, but you're, not, you're never going to play the, like, the really veteran guys, like even if they're on the bubble, Wisniewski, Jonathan Cyprian. Orlando Skandrick. Orlando Skandrick, those guys. It's you an, already know it's, what those it's guys. It's an insult to them exactly. to put them into this game. Um, well, I wouldn't say insult. but I, would, I, think, I think they would take it as an insult. Okay. Um, Clipston Thorpson played the whole game tonight. You mean Clayton Thorson. Claxton Thorburn. Uh, Clayton Thorson, yes. <laughs> Clipper Thorogood uh, played tonight and uh, played the whole game, scored zero points. Look, it was a bad outing from Clayton Thorson. Well, 12 of, 20, second, uh, 12 of 26 second, for 84 though. yards. How do we know that this was a bad outing for Clayton Thorson? Maybe this was a, a solid Regular outing <laughs> for Clayton Thorson. We've seen a bad outing. This was well, better than seen, that. We've seen two bad outings. Well, And we saw Jacksonville, which was a better outing. Yeah. We didn't see anything last week because of the lightning. He Look, finished it, uh, 12 of 16 for 84 yards, sacked twice, and uh, an interception, a, a quarterback rating of 38.0. Again, not his worst. The first question I asked Doug Peterson 
was how do you think Clayton Thorson has played relative to what you expected going into the summer? Mm, well phrased. Well, that's good. And he it's says good framing. He said he's played like he expected a rookie quarterback to play. Mm. He said the results haven't always been there. Okay. But they've seen things they've seen things in Clayton, even though the results haven't been there. Doug's not gonna bury his guy is definitely not going to bury a quarterback, but the results are damning. Um, am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, the look, I, I went into the summer saying I think Clayton Thorson has some potential. Has, we both ha- thought he was going to make the team. Yes. Clapston uh, Thuban. And this has been really bad. <laughs> if, if you combine, just because the inconsistencies, like the way he played tonight, you can't say that's just a rookie quarterback. 12 of 26 for 86 yards. I'm sorry, 84 yards and one interception. I mean... Well, the problem is that he's still... You know, if if you wanted to chalk up that first game to rookie jitters or whatever, uh, he's still just... He's still just being wildly inaccurate, like missing yes. missing wide open guys. He's making the right reads, and it's just... And I don't think... The ball. I don't think players like 50 to 90 are that much better on the Jets than they are on the Eagles. Like, this was Clayton Thorson... Yeah, not hitting his targets, not playing well. Right, and the interception he threw was uh, directed towards Mark and Michelle on the right sideline. It looked like it was a nice play. I don't even know who intercepted it. Could you name one? I could. I could name one Jet. It was Cooper. No, who I could name it. two Jets who played in this game tonight. You can name more than two Jets who played in this game tonight. I don't you know can name every that. quarterback who played. Come on. Oh, that's right. I can't name the other. Give quarterback. Give yourself credit. Well, Luke Falk. Mm-hmm. Trevor Simeon started. Mm-hmm. Greg Dortch. Go Deeks? Yes. But who was the quarterback who played most of the game for them? I thought it was Luke Falk. No, Davis Webb. Really? Yeah, Davis Webb went 18 of 23 for 176 yards. I'm, I'm being 100% honest with you right now. I did not know that. Okay. <laughs> did Elijah McGuire play in this game? Elijah McGuire did play tonight. Right. He was their leading rusher. 14 okay. carries, 29 yards. Your boy, your Wake Forest guy, had three catches, 22 yards. Go Deeks. Tough early entry. I think that's it. That's a tough early entry, by the yeah, way. It was, well, you know, he'd, he'd almost he had a ruptured he, spleen from a pylon. You think he maxed so out? I think his... he had decided that that was it. Uh, I think that's all I've got. You can, their kicker did not play well. Mm, he sure did not. Taylor Bertolet, am I pronouncing it correctly? Mm, I think he was two five. Matter. I need to look that up here. But he's he's been kicking for his job. And I can't imagine he's going to keep his job. Do you think that uh, Adam Gase is going to make the whole team replay all of his missed kicks from tonight? No, I do and not because I just think bring in a bunch of quarterback yeah, kickers. No, I, I don't anticipate that occurring because it's working out pretty well in Chicago. I saw Eddie Pinheiro had a <laughs> uh, wild miss. Yeah, no, that's that's not working out. They're going to have mm. to get a new kicker. Speaking of uh, speaking of Matt Nagy and and that stuff. We're already you, on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of uh, that kicker situation working out so well, how did UCLA football fare tonight, Mr. <laughs> UCLA Berman? football lost 24-14 to Luke Fickle and the Cincinnati Bearcats. I believe they went, did they go 11-2 and two last year? Nobody, and Cincinnati. I mean nobody, gives Luke Fickle a whole offseason to prepare for an offense that hasn't changed in eight years. Well, Chip was in the lab this off season. They, I'm sure. I, yeah, it out really I didn't well. watch the game, but I, I, I with saw a lab him. with a pen and huh? a pad trying to get this damn label off. I, I want to establish this. I am not a Chip Cal. I'm not like a UCLA fan. True or false? True or false? I just we were watching the UCLA game on our computers during true. this game. True. True. I actually thought UCLA was a good bet going into the game, but look, I was wrong. Yeah, I'm sure you thought that. I would have loved to have taken that bet. I'll bet against you on every line for UCLA this year. Really? Yeah. Let's okay. make that. Let's make that deal. But you we will have to, take the other team in every tonight. game. Yeah. Well, you can't include tonight. Yeah. You already win that one. Well. And wait, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be pinned to the wall <laughs> as a Chip Kelly guy. What I'm saying is Chip's time in Philadelphia. We don't need to go down this <laughs> rabbit hole, okay? No, I, no, no, no. You're moving the goalposts a little bit. We, you we, said he, you think he's a good coach. We have loyal listeners who are probably rolling their eyes at this conversation right now, being well, like, that's for sure. this is an Eagles podcast. You're sitting here in MetLife Stadium. You drove two hours each. This could be the booth when, uh, low those months ago, Sheila and I talked about Pat Shermer going finito. Finito. On the season. Uh, sure, so... 
Yeah, so anyways, UCLA lost. Chip Kelly did not have a good outing. And well, that's a surprise though, because he's a he's a he's a program builder. He's a, he's an innovator. He is a guy who loves the game, and you would have thought that he could do better, you know. I I did what think he was going to do better. What was the record last year? His first year with the three and nine. Three and nine. Oh, that's, yeah. that's okay. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it's so go well clearly. For him. Howie Roseman got the last laugh there, mm. and that speaking leads of us. Speaking getting, of Howie Roseman, getting the last laugh on the Eagles. Here's my question for you. Do you think there's any chance that um, Howie Roseman, in the back of his mind, was thinking to himself, all right, I'm going to let Doug pick this quarterback in the fifth round. I know that he sucks, and if this guy busts, then Doug won't want to make any more picks forever. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Howie was thinking that way, but I do think, I do think Doug picked the quarterback. Rapper yeah. um, Thuper. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was not Clayton Thorson's night. It was not Clayton Thorson's summer. And hap- he's a he, he's a nice guy who Very nice guy who has some tools and had a lot of success at Northwestern. Uh, but it does not look like a yeah, legitimate how NFL could you quarterback. Risk getting, how could you risk putting him through waivers? Well, now, now, <laughs> look, I think he's going to comfortably go on the practice squad. I think the question now is more is, I, I think more of a question is, Clayton do you keep him on the practice squad? And I think the answer is yes. I, I think they want a quarterback to develop, number one. And number two, I don't think Howie's going to wash his hands of a fifth-round pick, even if he's not necessarily the one who made that pick. Charles Thrussen. You're really going with the shtick. You're rolling with it. Well, listen, if you think that I won't, Beat a shtick all the way into its its oh, I'm like complete uh, bloody pulplessness. You got a long that you makes long you a, season ahead. That's what that's what makes you a good host. Well, that's definitely debatable. I I and I'm sure I, there are many people who would disagree. I can tell you uh, for a quick tangent. Then we'll, this is like a 15 second tangent. Then we'll get right I got back. Counter on. right here. Uh, my wife listened to some of the podcasts during the past few days, and I think she likes you on the show better than me. She's not a football fan, but she likes to laugh, and you make her laugh far more than I do. Right, so well, there you go. Shout out to uh, Zach's lovely wife, number one fan. She's officially a minion. We'll take that. <laughs> um, okay. Of the game tonight. Yes, here we go. What else mattered? Well, there's a, there's a handful of things. Defensive end was something both you and I talked about going Deshaun into the game. Deshaun Hall is like, d- d- does not belong on this field. He played. He was playing into the fourth quarter in this game, and he once at one point left with an injury. He so had to pad his stats. He was playing through an injury. He had to pad his stats. played into the fourth quarter. Yeah, and played well. And he, he murdered a guy. So Another he, sack fumble. He, uh, he entered the game trailing two guys by one sack for the – League lead in preseason sacks. I don't know how the other two guys fared tonight, but he may end up tied. So finished with one sack, three quarterback hits, one forced fumble. It's a good day. He's he, the only other quarter. Or the, I'm sorry, the only other player to get a sack was Hassan Ridgeway, who I expect to be his teammate this year. Would you like uh, an interesting nugget there? Yeah, please. Hassan Ridgeway last summer tied. For the league lead in preseason sacks. Is that right? That is a great nugget. Look at you. You're a versatile host. And the other person who... The last eagle to do it was Jaquay Parker in 2006. There you go. I have the list here, actually, of the last 10 uh, preseason sack leaders. There is one one and only one good player on the entire list. And that was Geno Atkins in 2010. Well, good's a relative term, right? No, it's not. Not if you saw these names. Who's the second best? The second best is Shaq Barrett. That's a good player. You don't think Shaq Barrett's a good player? He's fine. He's a good player. Who's the third best? That depends on your opinion of well, this all Wes depends on your Horton, opinion. Uh, Coney Ely, who has been really bad. Uh, Quentin Copel's another bust. Uh, I mean, these are the kinds of names we're talking about here. Jordan Willis, Marcus Rush, al Kadeen Muhammad. Actually, I don't think Jordan Willis is a... Jackson Jeffcoat. Shout out to uh, Tracer. Josh Morrow. Are you already uh, calling Jordan Willis a bust? Caesar Rayford. Austin English. Nick Reed. And Christo Bruce. Okay. You agree yeah. now. You understand where I'm coming from. Well, those first few names. Yeah, there I were mean, two good names. One good name, one 
adequate name. Quentin Copel's had some years in the league. Because he was a first-round pick, not because he was any good. Okay. We're playing. We're we're sitting in the in the arena where they watch <laughs> Quinn Copels do nothing for four years. Correct. Correct. Uh, I remember Quinn Copels from the Senior Bowl. He had those. Uh, he had those big uh, uh, brand tattoos. That was his big selling point. It seemed like that was his selling point. <laughs> As, not the way he played. Everybody North was Carolina. asking him about that those. That's like all he was talking about in his <laughs> interviews. Uh, so yeah. So the defensive ends clearly. Uh, Deshaun Hall should be the number four defensive end this year. If... Yeah, I mean, I think he's I, – I, well, that's what's, what was so crazy about him playing into the fourth quarter in this game. Like, I expect him to get real snaps in week one. I don't think they're going to have the like same five type – Five snaps. I don't think they're going to have like the same type of rotation. A that couple they, snaps. Yeah, I, I don't see them having a, such a significant rotation. But Josh Sweat finished with uh, one assist on a tackle and one quarterback hit. So mm, Big game for him. <laughs> And and uh, Sharif Miller finished with one solo tackle and one quarterback hit. Do you think they keep six? I do. Do you think there's a chance they release Josh Sweat? Do you think there's a chance that Sharif Miller goes on IR? I think there's a, there's always, a, for either one of them, there's a chance of a phantom injury. I don't think they're cutting their fourth-round pick this year. And a fourth-round pick from a year ago is not immune from being cut, as we saw with, with Donnell Pumphrey last season. But I also think that the Eagles are not giving up on a 22-year-old pass rushing end with that, that athletic profile. I think the single profile. biggest thing working in his advantage is he's, he is very young. Yes, and he has tools. We can debate that. I mean, you're going to have seven guys in that We cannot debate that he is young. But the interesting thing yeah, for I the Eagles— I could see them putting him on injured reserve. The interesting—yeah, yeah, so could I. But the interesting thing for the Eagles here is that you go into it saying— all right, we're going to have X amount of players inactive. So those last few spots are developmental roles. But they're going into week one with some serious question marks. That's exactly right. They're going to have like five, Kamu six guys. Kamu Jerry Hill yeah. pre- presumably is going to be on that list. Nate uh, Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld is going to be on that list. Potentially uh, Nigel Bradham. Potentially Nigel Bradham. Brandon Brooks, Fletcher Cox. Exactly. Yes, that's five right there. Right. Now, I think I think one of those guys at least will probably be playing. But still, that's that's... And then, and then if you're gonna, you know, if you say Jordan Mailata is on the team, he's gonna be one of those guys. Yeah. So, quick update: uh, uh, Jordan Mailata has a back injury. Uh, did not play tonight. Has he, not practiced he, this week. He, he went on injured reserve at the end of last season with a back injury. So we don't we don't know if they're related, but uh, not great for a guy that size. To have he a has more evaluations problems. tomorrow. He might have to get his Michael Phelps on. <laughs> his Michael Phelps on. That's a Sean Andrews. So, okay. Uh, his Michael Phelps on. But, your Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, but Doug Peterson might have just been trying to get out of that question. The fact that Doug says there's there's, there's more tests goes to show me that there's more there than... Right. If he was fine, he would say he was fine. More tests is not a great thing. When I send you my 53, uh, and I, I, I will send it in a few hours... I'm going to have Jordan Mailata on injured reserve. You are. And that's not based on like anything I'm hearing. Right. It's just based on connecting dots. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to play this year. Probably not. He's your. He can't practice if he's on injured. That's reserve. true. That's true. But talk about young. That's a young yeah. guy. Yep. And the, like the, <laughs> he's the fifth offensive tackle, maybe six, depending on what you think of prior. But they have their starters. The seventh, if you can't say Amalu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think they envisioned a he scenario. He would play over prior, I think. Okay, so so then so then fifth. Dillard and Vitae are playing over him. Right. And then you have your two starters. Right. So I, I think that if they can buy a roster spot, you keep him in the building, you keep teaching him football. He can't practice, but he's still you know, he's still with with Stoutland, still learning the game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. The uh, I don't I don't want to put him on injured reserve. It feels like sort of a, a cop out, but <laughs> how's that a cop out? Because we don't know that. It's it's a way to it's a way to uh, and listen. I would love to play this game too. Uh, it's a way to give yourself an extra person <laughs> on the roster. And if you're wrong about him being on injured reserve, you're like, well, you know, I, he would have made my team, but you get another chance <laughs> yeah. to look like you were right. Um, you see, this is the thing. I'm not trying to like prove that I'm I'm right over someone. No, but I definitely want enough options to say that I knew what was going on. 
I don't think the 53 necessarily shows you know what's going on. Well, that's true. I mean, uh, if look, if you got like 41 of the 53, then you're like, <laughs> that would be so is, bad. This, is this guy covering the team? Right. But the reality is that there's there's what three four spots up for grabs. I want those bragging rights, baby. Yeah, but if if, if you got fifty of the fifty three, does does that make you an inferior reporter to someone who gets fifty three of the fifty three? Uh, in some sense, on that one thing, maybe a prognosis. Listen, this is all that we've been like all that we've been talking and thinking about for the last month. That is true. And Which the, I think is probably a bad thing. It's probably better to have a little bit of distance. Well, the irony, if, if, you, if you'll call it irony, is, is that we spend so much attention on it, and then, like, Monday morning, exactly. it could look entirely it different. It doesn't, and it also doesn't matter. Yeah, like, and, and the and following like, week, it'll look totally different. The bottom five yeah. spots on the roster are going to be churned a exactly. million yeah. times over the course Ex- of the season. Exactly. It's, it's a, it happens every year, and it's very silly, but it's, uh, it's what we do. Uh, so... I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger on my life. It does the the like further test tomorrow doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't sound great. Um, all right, was there anything else from the game itself? Yeah, I, I have a few notes here. Um, so, do you want to give your Deshaun Jackson update? Yeah, thank you, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Not from the game, but yeah, Deshaun Jackson is going to be fine. Doug Peterson said, mm. and as, as Doug Peterson was leaving, I said, I said, Doug, you were asked if he's going to play week one. You said he's going to be fine. Does that mean he's fine for week one? And Doug says he's going to be fine. And I said, fine for week one? And he laughed. He said, fine for week one. Uh, so, yes. This was – so to update our listeners, because we haven't spoken since this happened, uh, during practice on Tuesday, Deshaun Jackson, I guess, broke his, his right ring – his I'm sorry, his left ring finger. Good thing it, he's not married. It's in a splint right now. That's that's a very good point. Actually, because sometimes it's tough to get. If you break that finger, it's tough to get that bad boy off. Tough to get that ring off. Yeah. yeah. Um, is he not married? I, I hey, well, know. that's true. I, I don't know. know. I, I don't. Know. I was under the impression that he was not. But. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't know. That's uh, why a lot of those guys wear the uh, the old um, the the rubber one. Yeah. yeah. Sil- I think it's silicon. Silicon. Yeah. Uh, Matt Barkley was the first one I saw who, who, who Zach Ertz is the one Zach who, who wears distributes them to the rest of the locker room. Yeah, and Carson wears it. Yep, Darren Sproles. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about doing a story on it last year, and I did some digging, and it just wasn't that. John McMullen wears it. I respect that. Yeah. John McMullen what, if he gets hit by a, what if he gets hit by a straight football at practice? Yeah. Um, so Deshaun Jackson's going to be fine for week one. And, yeah, so he has the finger – He's in a splint right now. Um, he has the broken finger. He, I know. I was going to say. He always had the yeah, finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sound like a football coach there. Exactly. So-and-so has a leg. Yeah, he's got a finger. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's in a splint. I don't know he's what only got one leg? practice availability is going to be, but he'll play versus Washington, which is effectively what fans should care about. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so, so what else tonight do I have here? It was the first time that... I honestly didn't know that Davis Webb played in this game. I just thought it was Simeon and Luke Falk. <laughs> yeah, shit, Davis Webb, <laughs> unless these stats are misleading. No, I mean, that's, that's... I, I, I believe that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Brett... I should pronounce this. Toth. Toth. Made his first... He played for the first time yeah. since the Senior Bowl. Uh, had a chance to talk to Brett. He was, he was hard on himself after the game. Okay. Um... He thinks he had had too many, just 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 not good plays out there. I wasn't focusing on him necessarily. I think part of it was him being hard on himself. Uh, he's he's said these past two weeks have been very educational. Uh, does does obviously does not know what's what's going to happen. Really, thank Jeff Stoutland uh, for these past two weeks. He has obligations tomorrow at Temple University as part of their ROTC program. So he said he needs to figure out a schedule so he can be accessible for the coaches if they do call him. But he will be with Temple's ROTC tomorrow. Uh, I think this is a guy who's going to end up on the practice squad. Well, we in our, we have a little back and forth for tomorrow's 53. I said if you put a water gun to my head or you know, made, me, made me bet my uh, – First, my, you made us bet our jobs. And you came up with a very good line. We can, we can preface now that it was a joke, but you said – <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that line. 
You, it, was a joke. it was a joke. You you knew that it was a joke. I knew it was we, a joke. All and of I it was said, very funny. I love my job too much. I'm not gonna put my job on the line. Maybe if it was my firstborn, and <laughs> that was that was a joke. That's a very good joke. That was a joke. That's a very was, good joke. It was a joke, but no, because my wife's gonna listen to this and she will not think it's a funny <laughs> joke. Okay, I, I can assure you that. So um, that that was it was a good joke. Uh, but I I would I I said I said uh, Toth would be my would yeah. be my guy. And I, I just and I said Thorson. You did say Thorson. I just think it seems to me like there must have been some kind of handshake agreement yeah. with Toth. That will put you on the practice squad because sure. there were other teams that wanted to sign sure. him, right? So those teams, in theory, could claim him. I don't think it's going to happen, right? Um, I guess that's true. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What do you think of the running backs tonight? I thought they were all not going to make the team. <laughs> that's a great answer. <laughs> that's a great. Randall answer. Smallwood played and fumbled. Yeah, seven uh, carries, twenty-three yards. Josh Adams. I think Josh Adams, uh, he can stay up here in North Jersey because he might be a Jet. Two carries, negative one yard. Mm, that's a they good line. really did not uh, put much on, on, on tape. This uh, running game had 18 carries for 39 yards. Boston Scott, three carries, negative three. Not a, the leading rusher in terms of yards per carry was Greg Ward, who had a 15-yard run. You think Greg Ward's on this team? I don't. Doug Peterson did not give a hearty endorsement for Matt Collins, but I think Matt Collins is going to be on the team. What did he say? I, I, I wouldn't read too much into it. He just said you need to look at the whole body of work going into this, this summer. You know, the big thing was recovering from the injury. Um, but, yeah, just said you have to look at the whole body of work. Some people do have Greg Ward on. They have six people um, I have seen. Now, Greg Ward could play a role on special teams. I get that he would also be a backup slot. Uh, they don't have a they don't have a, a seamless guy to replace N- Nelson Aguilar on the roster, but I like Greg Ward. I just I, he seems replaceable to me. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I like Mark and Michelle as well. These guys deserve all the credit in the world for continuing to battle, and I think they've proven that they they can I interject along on a roster. Terrific but, Mark and Michelle story today. Well, not just pandering to the host here, saying it honestly. I like, thought I could. Could have used another half day on that that bad boy, but you you literally couldn't have taken a half day on it because <laughs> well that's right yeah, that's, <laughs> it why, been, that's why yes. I, yeah, exactly. yes you had to get that one out when you did and I thought the ending was a little hokey but I just don't for this team I don't see a need for a sixth receiver no and I don't think they can afford to carry six because I just think they have too many injuries elsewhere that they well, need I mean, to carry some bodies you could go light. Whoa, the New York Giants just won at the last second here. A walk-off touchdown. What happened? Describe it. Give, yeah. us, your, give us your play-by-play description. I, I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I, I saw there was – this is, was the, the, is the last play of the game. Is Brady bereft on the turf? Is, yeah, yeah, they just showed Brady walk out. I'm sorry to interject. The game's here. Uh, Belichick does not look happy right now. Good. So that makes me happy. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, I have a question for you. Okay. And this, this, this goes into our, our roster math question. Alex Singleton played a good game tonight. Six solo tackles. Reminded me Led- a little bit about Joe Walker two seasons ago in the fourth preseason game. And the Eagles, the Eagles are going to be thin at linebacker going into the season. Uh, because I think they need to carry a six receiver. I mean, a six a, linebacker. A six linebacker. I haven't, had six them, linebacker I haven't had them with a six linebacker. Uh, but I think the nature of Nigel Bradham being – his status being up in the air for week one, they need to have four linebackers active on game day. And so if he well, and Kamu well, Grugier-Hill are both down, Bradham, yes. that is, that leaves presumably Nate Gary, Zach Brown, and LJ Fort. You need one more guy to be there playing on game day. I think it's going to be TJ Edwards. Who do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be someone who's not here right now. Well, um, we're, predicting, we're predicting the initial fatigue. I know. Uh, At four oh one, when the pencils are up, or is it the pencils are down? Pencils down. Pencils down. Pencils up would be fun though. You throw them up in the you know. Well, like no, you, try but, to, you try to hit the point. In but the, like when I think pencils down, like you're you're writing. I with know, your but, but teachers say pencils down. Yes, but it doesn't make Probably sense. Probably because if they say pencils up, everybody <laughs> throw throws them up, 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 which is a fun game to play. Yeah, but when I'm thinking like like put your pencil up, like stop writing. Lift up your yeah, pencil. I know what you're saying, but that's no one has ever used that colloquialism. 
Perhaps they should. I... Oh, I'm on the fence here. The, I guess, I mean, I also don't know if they need to keep one of those guys on the initial roster because you can wait to see how Nigel Bradham's doing, and if he is not going to play, then you can sign one of them back. Sure, you could do that. I think uh, I think Singleton is probably, if you are thinking of a a short term in mind, who can who can play in the defense in a, an emergency situation and help on special teams in week one, it's probably Singleton. I think it's going to be T.J. Edwards. You've been on T.J. Edwards all year, all summer. Mm-hmm. I like T.J. Edwards. He plays middle linebacker for you. He calls, he, he calls the defense. He was a captain tonight. Which is something that, uh, yes, he was a captain. Uh, if, Ch- if Chip was here, Chip would love that, right? No, yeah, he loves captains, captains. Yeah. yeah. Um, Look at you egging on uh, the chipster. <laughs> and we so, one lost in Cincinnati, and you're ready to jump ship after look, all this time. Look, Nigel was uh, or is going to be their middle linebacker this year. Uh, now, Nate Gary can play middle linebacker, but TJ Edwards is – I'm going with TJ Edwards here. Although, that spot helps in special teams, and their leading special teams tackler tonight was Alex Singleton. If only we'll they see. could clone him, make him Alex Doubleton. So, but either way, it's a credit to your scouting staff, because, you know, because I, I do think they think about that. Like, I, I can't imagine they're going to open up Singleton and Mark and Michelle played two years together with the Calgary, the Calgary Stampeders, mm-hmm. as you know, as a half Canadian. Well, Singleton I, was a defensive player of the year in twenty seventeen. I, I don't really follow the CFL too. Uh, you could have just played along. You can't even. Yeah, my team would be the Alouettes. Okay. Because my mom's from Montreal. So. Okay. Um, are now are there two teams in or there's two teams in Toronto? No, just one. Right? The Aragonauts, right? Argonauts. Argonauts. Yeah, <laughs> but I call them the Aragonauts. I thought there's one. There's one where there's two teams. Well, there's a team in Hamilton, which is right near Toronto. Maybe that's what I. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Okay. Um. Oh, remember the when the Bills played a couple games there? In Toronto. Was oh, it yeah. in Hamilton? No, they played in Toronto. Oh, they did. Yes. They played the what Sky am I thinking of? or the Rogers Center. The... Okay. Um, all right. Is that it for the, let's uh, the offense? We both we think they're they're both we both think they're going to carry three quarterbacks. Any chance that Nate Sudfeld finds himself on another team? No, not unless Frank Reich uh, gives you a draft pick for him. Okay, running backs we think are set with the four. Yes, Darren Sproles, Corey Clement, Jordan Howard, and Miles Sanders. Yes. Tight end. Uh, do you want to tease? Uh, He's that bad boy. What? No, do you want to tease anything with Miles Sanders? No. Okay. Just, just, just know that there is something to tease with Miles Sanders. There you go. Yeah. That, that's a tease within itself. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, wide receiver we have talked about. Tight end. Tight end. You really think they're going to try to – gonna, you think they're going to keep Richard Rodgers on the team? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Rod? They like him. I know they like Just him. Just because of the success of Hamilton? Mm, you're not going to get that one. How <laughs> you doing? The... <laughs> we just had someone check in on us. The, yeah, Part of the, the success of, the of Hamilton? Yeah. Was Hamilton in the Richard Rogers Theater? That's correct. Is that what it is? Okay. Oh, nice I knew there was a Richard Rogers Theater. Uh, have not seen Hamilton. Um, <laughs> that's, that's such an esoteric <laughs> joke, by the way. Like, that's something. <laughs> There's like three layers to that joke. And I don't know if our listeners. There's one layer that. to it. Uh, in any event, um, if you had to write a uh, musical about one player on this team, who would it be? That is a question I've never considered <laughs> in my entire life. Uh, probably Deshaun Jackson. Oh, because there's so much. Yeah, drama that's there. a good one. Yeah, yeah. And, and he comes back. Yeah. At the end of his career to the place where it all started. And I imagine you got a good mind for this. And there's some original music you could use, I bet. That's true. Yes. Or Tim Journey. And like and like <laughs> you already had like Chip Kelly is the is the antagonist <laughs> of the show. And and or I, I go with Tim Journey. Elliot Short Parks gets to play a role. There you go. There you go. But I That's good. There's a lot of people in this. I, I gotta tell you, I'm not a I'm musical. I have to work guy. on this. I'm more of a play guy. We, I think we have guy. talked about yes. that. But uh the Deshaun Jackson musical. Okay, now I've got something to, to ruminate on. This is a good. Uh, this stadium would be a uh, big part of it. That's right. 
Uh, okay, tight end. Yeah, so I, I'm kind of at a loss with Alex Ellis here. has looked good. He has. I think there's going to be a tight end on this team on Tuesday who is not on this team now. I agree with that. I think that, I think that uh, that's one where water gun to my head, they add one player from another team. What position is it? I, my guess would be tight end. Yes. We have talked about it's, this before. It's a scarce position, though. Scarce position. It's a scarf position. Scarce, yes. That's what I was doing, scarf position. It's a scarf position. Scarf position Go yeah. get that guy from the Ravens. Um yeah, I think there are other places that they will add. They they could look to add people. Uh, if I was if I was like power ranking what their hopes are, I think maybe free safety would even be at the top of that list. Interesting. Um, I think that was the reason behind getting Rudy Ford, and then he shows up injured. That's too bad. I think tight end is the other one. Um, I think those. Are we the don't top. know if Rudy Ford showed up injured. He might have just gotten well, injured in practice. Of course. Uh, he, he he might not have been damaged goods, but he, yes. was, he was probably a lemon. Um, that's two. Uh, linebacker. And the other one that I could see is a different center, a backup center. Okay. I think if it's going to be Isaac Simo. Cut, uh, Although, Wisniewski. you know what? If you... I'm not so sure that Wisniewski is not going to make this team. No, especially if, if, you do, if you don't know if Brandon Brooks is going to be in the roster week one. Right. I think I'm going to have Wisniewski on my initial 53. I think I might, too. I don't uh, – I feel like people are – I don't know. I, I've, I've, I've flip-flopped here. I thought I entered camp as the one guy saying Wisniewski is not going to make this team, and now everybody thinks he's not going to make the team, and I'm thinking, well, let's not overreact to a preseason. He's played in the league for however many years. Like, yeah, and, and Jordan Mailata, if he's on IR, they have another room for an offensive lineman. Yep. Uh, and I think part, part of his contract is already guaranteed, so it's not the yeah, full vested veteran thing. It was like yeah. 250000 yeah. Look at you, Mr. Moneybags over here. No, that's, that's uh, not... Uh, guaranteed me 250000 no. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying. I I'm guess s- we know why you joined the Athletic. No, I'm saying LJ Fort. That's a big financial commitment. That's like $1.5 million guaranteed. Okay. Uh, when you talk about guaranteed money, it's all relative in the NFL. Mm. So. Just like uh, physics. Yes, okay. The theory of relativity. Um, okay, so I agree. You don't, but you don't think Alex Ellis is sneaking on this bad boy? No. I okay. Do you? We've talked about the offensive line as well. Uh, defensive line, we talked about the defensive ends. Defensive tackle, you've got Ridgeway over Hester. I think I'm going to have them both on. So you think they go six defensive ends and five defensive tackles? I do. Whew, that's a deep defensive line. At 401, I think that's what they're going to do. Okay. Unless they are able to slide Sweat or Miller onto injured reserve. This is a great seat for the podcast. So I, I have all these preseason highlights that I'm watching here. Rams, Texans right in front of me. Niners, Chargers. Hmm. This is great. <laughs> uh, well, are you going to tell me anything that's happening in these games? I can't. Yeah, I, I, Niners I, just scored a touchdown. Who scored? 41. Jordan Matthews? <laughs> no, 41. Um, okay. Linebacker we've talked about. Uh, okay, the secondary. Cornerback comes down to, is Ronald Darby going to play week one? If he is, they don't need to carry Orlando Skandrick. That's my opinion. Uh, if he is not going to play week one, then they probably carry him. There's also... The, I think they carry him regardless. I don't know but but not on the initial 53. I think, well, I think yeah. he's taking Craven LeBlanc's You spot. can do Craven LeBlanc, makes yes. the initial 53 on Tuesday, gets placed on injured reserve, and then you could re-sign Orlando Scandrick. And now you think there's a chance LeBlanc doesn't make the team? What is Orlando shown? No, you think there's a chance LeBlanc doesn't make the team? I think, I think there is a chance. I think we are, I think we are uh, overvaluing a little bit how good he was at the end of last season. I like Craven LeBlanc. I think, that he, I think they will do this thing. He's great for your material. He is. I think, that, I think they will do this thing because you know he's not going to piss down his leg where – they put him on the roster and then put him on an injured reserve. He is perfectly made for that. But I think it's also possible that they just waive injury, where give him an injury settlement and then wait until he's healthy and then bring him back and, and not waste an, one of the IR uh, return Designated slots. Designated return spots, yes. Because, I mean, he was on waivers twice last year and was unclaimed until the Eagles brought him in. I think that's what they are going to do with Richard Rodgers. I don't know. That's all. I just I think it's a possibility. Okay. We'll see. Um, I'm not so sure. Uh, I agree with you. Orlando Skandrick, though. Okay. He can, he can play the slot. That's that's the yeah. Thing. But 
so can they already have two guys who have been playing the slot all summer. Well, if Avante goes down, then you are you moving Jones in there? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Okay. That's where, I mean, he's been playing there a lot. You, you, that worries you? I'd rather have no, Jones on the inside and, and Rasul Douglas out there than... I think they're going to have five corners active week one. Okay. I'm not so sure I agree. Okay. I think it'll just be four. Okay. Uh, and then safety. You've got Cyprian on? Yeah, I do. I don't know. What does he bring? What? Yeah. Experience. He's already got. He, he's basically a poor man's Andrew Sandejo. By the way, he's an extra linebacker. De- now people keep saying this. That's not true. He hasn't played a. True. He hasn't played a single snap of linebacker in practice that we've seen. Have you seen he's the practice? Of still the learning week? the defense. Yes. He's not a. He is not a backup. I, I'm tired of this. This is this is nonsense. Well, Just then, because you know like what? he was maybe used in the box a lot with the Titans. Then Malcolm Jenkins is, is, is an extra linebacker, and he takes Malcolm Jenkins' spot. If they're putting Jonathan Cyprian on the field in week one, they got big problems. Big problems? Huge problems. Huge problems. You and I will disagree Case there. Case Keenum is going to light them up. Uh, you and I will, will, will disagree there. How? Why would he get on the field? He's the fourth safety. Why is Case Keenum going to lead up John? Is is going? Why is he going to light up Jonathan Cyprian? Like I, I don't get that. Jonathan Cyprian's not some bum. <laughs> this guy can play. Says who? Says five years of NFL. Uh, he, he used to be able to play. I can't. Well, he hasn't I, played this past we year. We can't say that he can still play. Well, we can't say. Anyone can still play. I mean, he has I to go know. out and improve it. I could say some people can still but play. He's not old. He's not young. He's not old. He's not young. All right, we'll, we'll disagree here. I also think you could just re, you could bring him back after week two. Why are you going to guarantee could. his contract? Relatively speaking, okay, it is it is not a burdensome contract. I, I need to preface <laughs> it by saying relatively speaking. Well, no, that's you don't have to qualify that because that's from the perspective of the. Uh, the football organization. Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. Right. Relatively, so so when I talk about guaranteed money, I'm not talking about like real world value. Right. I'm talking about NFL salary cap value. Relatively speaking, if they were to cut LJ Ford, for instance, they're taking they're eating 1.5 million dollars. That's a significant chunk of change. Yeah, but they're getting a comp okay. pick for it. So you're paying 1.5 million for a fourth round pick. I think he's going to make the team, but. Yeah. We should yeah. spend one more second on Sendejo and Fort both making the team. The Eagles are throwing these comp picks away. They are, in theory, yes. Lighting them on fire. Now, we don't know if, Joe, if Jordan Matthews is going to make the Niners, and we don't right. know. But their formula will still work in their favor because of Nick Foles and Golden Tate and Jordan Hicks. Yeah. Um, anything else? Anything else? Uh, did you ask uh, Doug Peterson about the Jake Elliott thing? I did. And what did he say? They were preparing for an emergency situation. You oh, remember well, when, explain what happened. Yeah, so they had Cameron Johnston do a drop kick kickoff. And it was the only time that the Eagles needed a kicker all game. So right. we didn't know if something was wrong with Jake Elliott. And he said, you saw we had to use Camus a few years ago, just preparing for that possibility. Right. And I said, so nothing's wrong with Jake. Nothing's wrong with Jake. And did you ask him why he did, if he wanted to get him a kick? You thought that he might want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I did not ask That's him that. That's okay. Actually, the best part of this game, which we both saw, was so the Jets are up 6 nothing. Yes. It, the Eagles have one timeout left. It is first down after the two-minute warning. Mm-hmm. So if Doug Peterson wants, he can extend the game. The Jets would, would kneel. He'd call timeout. They would kneel two more times. And then they would have to either kick a field goal or, or punt the ball away, and there'd be a few seconds left for the Eagles. And they Jets kneel in the first play of it. Of the, and you asked me if I thought he would call timeout. I thought he would call timeout. Yep. And so did the official. And so they, the Jets kneel, and the official sort of looks over and walks over towards Doug Peterson, expecting him to call timeout. And Doug just, like, gives a very nonchalant wave off. He's like, no, we're, we are not finishing this yeah. game. So... I thought was, Doug just wanted to get laughing. home. I it thought Doug just wanted funny. to get home, but he he took he, he took his time getting to the uh, podium to talk. Yeah, that's true. I thought that was very funny. Um, all right, 
What do you think the next uh, couple days are going to be like for uh, Clorson Thayton? Clayton Thorson. Claxton Thupin. Clayton Thorson. <laughs> I think Clayton Thorson is going to be waived. I think he's going to clear waivers, and I think he's going to sign with the Eagles practice squad. You asked this, and uh, so maybe we won't give it away. Uh, you know what? We'll tease it. We, we talk about uh, who we think is the likeliest player on the Eagles to end up on a different team. Uh, so you can read that on The Athletic. Your answer? Dot com slash Billy. I'm not going to tell you. This is oh, a tease. Gonna, they got to find out. Well done. Good job. Who do you think is the least likely player on the Eagles 90-man roster to be on any kind of roster or practice squad in the league this season? That's a good question. Who's, who's, who, who on the 90-man roster is most likely that their career is over? Maybe Keegan Render? Hmm. I don't know. Actually, that's that's rude to Keegan Render. I don't know. It's going to be rude to whoever you say. Honestly, I don't know. Um, Yeah, maybe Thompson, Jordan Thompson. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, he's 25. He's he's been on a few teams, hasn't played an NFL game, was available at the time. Or I call him Jordan Thompson. It's Jason Thompson. Jason Thompson, the yeah, same. Is, like, is it the same guy who was drafted by the Kings no, from Ryder? Different guy who was drafted. Yeah, different. Okay, I guess I'll probably go with this Riley Mayfield fellow. All right, that's a good one too. Since he was signed uh, just yesterday, what was he? What was he signed yesterday? <laughs> I have a good Riley Mayfield story for you after the pod. <laughs> really, you can't yes. tell it on the pod. Oh, no, I can't tell it. On Wait the a pod. second. It's Riley Mayfield. Yeah, I can't. You've got to be able to tell it on I the can't, pod. I can't tell you on the pod. You gotta. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> you got to be able to I cannot tell you on the pod, right. but I will tell well, you after the pod. After the pod's over, you can tell me the Riley Mayfield story, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a separate pod where I just retell <laughs> the story. Uh, okay. Anything else? We, we should we How should long have, have we been going on this one? Would you like to guess? 41 minutes. Very good. 46 minutes. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. We can we can For a fourth preseason game, that's impressive. Yeah. Do you have so, any like off off topic things you want to get to before we wrap this up? Because we should probably do start doing that. Um uh, not that not that spring to mind. You you spent the day in the in the city today. In the big apple. <laughs> yeah, we're we're really getting personal here. That we don't have to do that, but yeah, I was I was I was visiting family, and uh, it was I had a nice. time. It's not that personal to say you spent the day in the Big Apple. Okay, yeah, I mean, people are are listening to, to, follow, to follow my Eagles coverage. They're forty six minutes in; they'll live. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. I did. Okay. Yes. You like the city? Love it. I used to live in Hoboken when I covered the Giants, and Hoboken's not exactly living in Manhattan. That's definitely but, true. Um, it, it's 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 actually a more like. It's, I like it, um, and you can have a car. It's easier to have a car there. Uh, so I, I was covering the Giants, so I had to be on the Jersey side of the river. But I would take the path train in to Manhattan, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's great going there. Take that bad boy to uh, 23rd Street? You you could, or you could do Christopher Street, or you can do 14th Street. Yeah, there's there's a there's you a bevy do, of options. You can do thirty four. I say bevy. There's only like there's four options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And 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 or you can go toward like Lower Manhattan. Right. But yeah, I I, uh, I always enjoy coming up here. Okay. Let me ask you this question: uh, Do you, when you take the kids to a playground? <laughs> yeah, which I, I enjoy doing. Uh, do you have like your power ranking of your favorite playgrounds that are in your area? Or is it, or do you just generally go to one? I generally go to one, but um, I've I've gone to multiple playgrounds with them. Okay. But there's there's one that's like four blocks from my house that yeah, that, that's nice. I, that I I, uh, I get, that's the one I go to Yeah. Okay. Yes. Are you an, are you a nervous parent at the? No, not at all. I'm actually like. Uh, Laissez faire. I wouldn't say that, but you know, I I think to, to borrow. The quote from Brett Toth. Uh, oh, look at this coming full yeah, circle. Yeah, you know the only way to swim is is to is to jump in the water. Oh. So like, I'll have my son go on like the slide designated for like bigger kids, right? Um, because yeah, you, you're you're gonna have to do it at some point. So you might as well do that's it. That's true. So yeah, I and 
and, and my son's a little bit of like a uh, risk taker as nice. he is. So yeah. So it's, what it's makes fun. me nervous is when there are just like the. Uh, I, I, I was wondering why you asked this. So I imagine you have a. Take. Well, no, it's I. I mean, Casey wants to want, is also a, fancies himself a risk taker and wants to go on anything that he can, uh, and definitely the things that are bigger. What I what makes me nervous is when there are just like holes in the structure. You know, like sometimes there's like a it's like a like a fireman's pole that you could slide mm-hmm. down. But, yeah, I, but, I like those. But those things, like that's a thing that I can see him falling off of, and those things make me nervous. I mean, he doesn't even he he barely even gives them the time of day. To, to, he doesn't really even flirt with it, but it still makes me nervous because you can only be on one side okay. of the structure, and so if he's on, like I can't get from one side to the other quickly if if something like that were to happen. You know what makes me nervous? The closed slide. Because uh, where you can't see inside, because what if they get stuck? If they get stuck, you got to go in there. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Which That's what like, makes you nervous is the pro- is the the prospect of you having to go in. Is there? me having to go in there? Yes. It, I mean, those are pretty tight. Those those yeah. slides sometimes. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's there. And then there are some slides that have like low sides that make me a little bit nervous. You, you think they're going to fall? It's possible. You think fall? Okay. Apparently, the other day, I. I, I my uh, son was playing with my cousin, or his cousin, rather, um, and he was, like, so excited that he ran to the slide and then just kept running, trying to run down the slide. Really? <laughs> supposedly very funny, but uh, I, I, bet. I missed it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, to close, this is Thursday night. Tomorrow the Eagles may make some transactions, but yeah. uh, and some things will trickle through probably. Yep. Uh, but the bulk of the activity will happen on Saturday. We will presumably hear from Howie Roseman uh, mm-hmm. some point on Saturday afternoon. And then it's it's on to week one. Sunday will be a quiet day. They'll start Might putting together their practice, practice squad, squad make claim guys on waivers. Right. Uh, but Including then, probably Clooper Thooper. <laughs> <laughs> then Monday, uh, they will be on the practice field Monday. You and finally... You finally stop saying like Thorson. Yes, you no no. You finally that was your first time mastering the Sheila Kapadia no sell. Oh, she's not so okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're we've been doing this for a while right now. It's I know like, I'm holding you hostage. You still have to write. No, it's all good. I mean, I mean, you still have to try. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. I'm not doing either of us any favors. <laughs> uh, so you said Sunday will be light. Monday, Monday they're up on the practice Labor field. Day, but we will uh, we will be there with the team. Yep. Right? And on to week one. Can't wait. All right. Well, that'll do it. Thank you for listening to uh, 52 minutes of post-game pod. I bet this is the only one you can get 52 game. minutes for. Why, you think, you think, you think we will be longer than in the rest? No, no, no! Like the only Eagles podcast that's going fifty-two minutes. Oh, you there. think we're the only ones? Yes. Yeah, I would, I would, I would hope so. Yes, I would stand by that. But, but what percentage of this was Eagles talk? Would you say? Uh, I thought this was a pretty high Eagles talk. Seventy-eight percent. Okay. Maybe even higher. All right. Good. Good. Eighty-six percent. Good. Okay. All right. Uh, that'll do it. Thank you for listening to Birds with Friends for Zach. And Sheil in his uh, cushy basement where he didn't have to cover a preseason game two hours away. I'm Bo, and as always, we love you.